We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show Welcome to the All Bases Covered Podcast It's Friday, guys, we are back We got Sam back uh, after uh, a little bit of an absence there And we got Josh ready to roll tonight How's it going, boys? Man, it's cold, dude. It is. It is cold. But at least we're not in Buffalo, guys. It could be worse. We could be in Buffalo right now. That is true, and I'm glad we're not because I ain't going to worry about Josh Allen playing in fucking three feet of snow like he did two years ago or a year ago and only attempted seven (laughs) passes. They – I mean, it's been crazy what I've seen, like, pictures of their stadium and shit. Like, it's insane how – no. Now, I don't even – but you know what? I don't even know if they can get out of Buffalo, dude. They're supposed to leave Saturday to go to Detroit. Are they even going to be able to make out of Buffalo to make the game? And the funny thing is we're I'm supposed not... to be getting snow from, like, western Michigan. It's going to be blowing uh, east and, like, south pretty much. Yeah. So it's going to hit. You're going to get some cold temperatures on Sunday, even in Detroit. Well, you know what? It might be yeah, time. It's kind of surprising why they wouldn't leave ahead of time if they know that's coming. Yeah, I don't yeah, – exactly. Why didn't they leave on Thursday to get there or something, you know, like just to be where they're supposed to be? I oh, I mean, the NFL waited forever, though, to make the decision. I don't even think they made the decision to move it to um, – Until yesterday. Yeah, until yesterday. So, so just some straight bullshit. Oh, Joe is here. Joe, Joe. What's going on? You, 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 you ended it with straight bullshit, and oh, Joe is here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> damn, damn, Louie. I thought you were talking about Joe being straight bullshit. The yeah. fuck? Well, all good. All good. <laughs> Sounds like he's uh, echoing again. No, yep. I think you just said all good twice. Yeah, I... Just said twice. Like, yeah. No, you're definitely not. <laughs> it sounds like you're in an auditorium. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, it sounds like he's he's got like he's a speaker for. Oh. How about now? Do I sound better? A lot that's better. better. That's oh, a lot okay, there you go. You know why I sounded like I had an echo? Is because I had the echo option on. The oh. On your on uh, your mic. That'll do it. That'll do. That'll do, Peg. That'll do. <laughs> Oh, God, man, it's been a while since all four of us have been on here. Now, I did talk to Tommy today, tried to get his dumbass on the phone or on the call on the show, but he was like, oh, I got volleyball today. So he's got volleyball from, like, 7 until 9.30 p.m. Tell women's volleyball doesn't count. Yeah, I tried to tell him. I said, go take a jazzercise course at the YMCA if you want to stay in shape. Um. Like round is a shape. Normally, Friday is the day we pick our helmets. This game has gone by the wayside and died because nobody's paid their punishments. <coughs> Sam, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, there's something caught in my throat there. That uh, it, must have been your boyfriend's the, dick because I don't know what you're saying. Sam's got the easiest fucking punishments and has yet to pay up from shit that happened like three months ago. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's November. That? It is November, and I think some shit that went down like week one uh, of the NFL football season, we're about to get a week 11, and Sam's still sitting there on fucking unpaid balances on his on his shit here so far. And he's got the easiest fucking punishments in the world. Mike, weren't you supposed to be hey, talking man, like a pirate? inflation hits everybody differently, time? right? <laughs> oh, we're blaming it on inflation now. It's right. Inflation. It's a debt that I can't pay because of inflation. <laughs> wow. The first. Mike, you're supposed to be talking like a pirate. 
I am supposed to be talking like a pirate, but if we're not fucking doing this anymore, if we're not drawing the helmet, there's there's not much there's not much point in paying off the rest of these debts. Yeah, fuck it. Arr. <laughs> yeah, you might as well do it. Arg. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Let's come up with a new game show. Arr. Oh God, you guys, you guys kill me. Um. All right, so let's go real quick while I'm thinking of it. We got our most washed our most washed athlete bracket that we're gonna run through this shit very quickly. So uh Matt Ryan goes over Albert Pujols with ninety two percent of the vote. Connor McGregor goes over AJ Green with sixty percent of the vote. James Harden going over David Price with 82% of the vote. Anderson Silva going over Carson Wentz by slim margins, 53% of the vote. Russell Westbrook going over Najee Harris by a whopping 90% of the vote. Julio Jones going over Ezekiel Elliott by 58% of the vote. Kawhi Leonard going over J.J. Watt in a little bit of a surprise. Kawhi Leonard going over J.J. Watt with 55% of the vote. And Draymond Green going over Joey Votto with 60% of the vote. Which leads us to our second-round matchups of Matt Ryan, Conor McGregor, James Harden, Anderson Silva, Westbrook and Julio Jones, and Kawhi Leonard and Draymond Green. I think Westbrook's taking this one for most watched athletes. I think he's definitely taking this one. But – I, you know, I was thinking about this, uh, Sam. I, I need to ask you something on a basketball perspective, okay? Is what is Kawhi it like Leonard, balls in your mouth? <laughs> is, is, is Kawhi Leonard the greatest case of what could have been? Because I'm sitting here, I'm looking at his career now, and he's already probably a Hall of Famer, okay? I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's at least close to it. But looking at his resume now, if he doesn't get hurt, if he stops with – he had two seasons wiped away by injury. And he has now been doing load management since leaving San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard could have been better than LeBron James. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he, he he had all the tools to be uh, really, really good. If he could stay healthy, um, yeah. He's, I mean, he also lost time with with the Spurs too. Let's not forget the the he did. contusion he did. in his thigh and his quad. Um, he missed time there, and then he missed time when he went to you know when he left. He was on load management in Toronto, and then when he left Toronto, he missed the whole twenty one twenty two season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he basically so, missed the entire two thousand seventeen two thousand eighteen season as he only played in nine games. Right. So he basically missed that whole season. So, but if you look at him, have you seen him play um, this year at all? Not really. I okay, so him. he 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 was out for twelve games again. Um, but like he played like the first, uh, I want to say like first game or two, and he was looking good, man. Uh, it, yeah. He his, his jumper was was on on target. He was pulling out a big and hitting a three. He looks. He always looks good when he plays, but it's just the thing is his availability is so shoddy, you know. Right, right. So well, how long has he been in the league for? He's been. This is now like he got drafted in 2011, I think. Uh, he was his so first year. Yeah, 2011, 2012. What? So he's been in the league for 11 years yet, and he's missed what a total of three seasons, four seasons. Three seasons. Two seasons. He's been and then, team. mind you, mind you, since he's been on load management, he hasn't seen over 60, 60 games, games ever? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's only been playing on average about 55 games. That's even worse. Yeah. So but my, my point is this. Why are we going to consider him a Hall of Famer if he hasn't really yeah. – yes, he's, he's a great NBA player. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think that's where the Hall of Fame – needs to change a little bit and like, hey, no, we want the greatest. We're not gonna just let every Joe Schmo in like some of these. You you gotta look up some of his accolades, man. 
he's, the, he's one of the youngest I know, I know. NBA Finals MVP. What? I'm I'm not saying he's. I think he's a phenomenal player, but for only really like eight seasons he's played. Are are we going to really put somebody in the Hall of Fame when there's other players? That, I mean, well, I mean, he's still he's still he's good. still touching thirty, right? He's still playing though. He's still he's, he's still playing. Here's the thing, Josh. Though here's the thing. He's a two-time champion, two-time Finals MVP, which is also which is more than uh, more Finals MVPs than what Steph Curry can say. He's a five-time All Star, and he's Defensive Player of the Year twice. Yeah, yeah, that's twice. the big. Defensive that's the big. Uh, seven-time Defensive All Defensive Team, seven-time NBA All Defensive Team, uh, five-time All All NBA Team, and he's an All Star Game MVP in 2020. He's probably going to make at least, before his career is done, three more All-Star games, which would put him at eight. If he wins another championship, he would have three titles to his name, right? So, but what I'm saying is if he doesn't get injured, he's – when he won the title with Toronto in 2000, because you got to remember, he missed 2017-2018 – uh, he missed that whole season. The very next year, he's in Toronto, and he wins the title. At that point in time, when he won the title in Toronto, people were saying, is Kawhi Leonard now the best player in the league? He ended the Warriors dynasty. Granted, they were banged up and hurt, and they didn't have Durant or, or Clay, But ended the Warriors dynasty. People at that point in time, including Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, were asking if Kawhi Leonard had the chance to be the best player in the league. And he's been kind of forgotten now because he had two ho-hum years in L.A. The Clippers made the playoffs. They were looking really good. Then the pandemic hit, and then they got bounced in the bubble. And then the next season, he was banged up. So was Paul George, and they fizzled out of the playoffs. And then this year, and then he missed all of last year. Sorry, two years ago, they were bounced out of the playoffs. And then missed all of last season. And now this year he's kind of like he's almost like an afterthought. But I mean he's 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 coming back from a 12 game absence. So like, how often do you think he's going to be playing this year? Probably not. He's probably going to max out at like 55 games this year. Is my guess. Yeah, he's going. He's going. I mean, it, it just seems like he's always going to be on that load management system. Ever since yeah, he, he yeah. left the Spurs. That's where I lost a lot of respect because he's oh we got to have load management for him. We got. No, you're fucking getting paid millions of dollars. Fucking play. That's what a real Hall dude. He came off of a torn quad um, muscle. He he tore his quad muscle. That's not a small injury to come back back from. Back in the '90s, that would play through fucking injuries. You're right. You're 100 percent right. This this generation of basketball has has more regard for their body than they do for the game. Yeah, and that's my point. I I think the Hall of Fame is. It's a guy that that goes all out, everything they got, game in, game out, and that's what I want to see in the Hall of Fame. Not somebody, oh, I gotta, I gotta take off thirty games a year uh, to save my body. No, you're not getting paid for that. You're getting paid to play. But that, that body, I, though, that then, I mean, LeBron James has never now. played. LeBron James has only ever played one full one eighty-two game season in his entire career. He's never I mean, and lately he can get a couple of days off here and there. Okay. But, but here's, 30 games here's LeBron a year James. Off. Let me tell you this. Here's LeBron James since 2018-19, which is his age 34 season. That was the same year Kawhi Leonard started doing load management, okay? 2018-2019 because in 2017-2018 uh Kawhi Leonard was hurt. 2018-2019, since this time, LeBron James has played in 55, 67, 45, and 56 games. Okay, but look at LeBron's age compared to uh, Kawhi Leonard, too. Kawhi's in his 20s. LeBron's in his 30s. No, Kawhi's no, in his no, 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 no. He's Kawhi not in his 20s. 31. Yeah, he's 31. He's only six years okay. older. Yeah. But still, that's six I, years I is mean, a lot. But, okay, but here's another – let me give you another person, Paul George here, okay? Paul George, Paul George, at that same time, he was 28. Here comes the load management. At the same season, 18-19, he played in 77 games in 18-19. Then 48, 
54 and 31. Now, granted, some of those are injuries, but there's more since that 2018-19 is when is that that's the season people started talking about load management. So that was yeah. and they and they did that if you remember and that was, and Joel Embiid was a big uh, load management guy too. Yeah. Here's here is here's Giannis. Giannis is young. Giannis is still in his 20s, but here we go, 63, 61, 67. Now, 60, I'd say 67 games is a decent amount, but you still miss 15 games there. 61 and 63, you're missing you're missing over 20 games. So, every single player is doing it. I guarantee you, there's maybe a handful of stars, maybe 10% of the league or 10% of the stars. That will play in seventy-five games plus. All the They're a bunch of, of fucking pussies. I, so I, well, I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't think I don't think saying oh well because you only play in sixty games a year disqualifies you from the Hall of Fame. Right. No, I don't. I don't, I don't say it's, it's he's disqualified from the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying. I'm just. I don't know. I, I I literally thought Kawhi Leonard was going to be surpassing LeBron James, and then he got hurt yeah. in San Antonio. Then he he started. Well, I don't want to play anymore for you, so I I'm gone. Goes to Toronto, has a, a great season again. Goes to LA, and then it just mediocrity. In my opinion, yeah, yes, he had a great season when they made the playoffs. Uh. I think they underperformed in the playoffs, and they should have won the title, and they didn't. And then he hasn't played. Yeah. He hasn't played since. Well, he did get hurt this year finally. I know he got hurt. And PG was was banged up too. In twenty yeah, in 2020, 2021, the Clippers were in the playoffs, and he got hurt. He he his season ended in the Western Conference semifinals. So. And in that in the game uh, in the elimination game six in the first round, he had 45 points uh, in that game. And then in the next round in the game seven win, he had 28, 10, nine, and four steals to advance to the to the to the semifinals. Then he then he got hurt. Uh, he, when he plays, he he's great. Yeah, he's beyond great when he plays. And in 2019, 2020. COVID hits, and the Clippers, I believe, were a top three seed, and they got eliminated by the Dallas Mavericks in the first first round in the COVID bubble because they hadn't played together for, for – the season was suspended March 11th, and they didn't play again until July 30th. That's an entire offseason. That is an entire offseason. That, that to July is four months. That's – Four four months that they had in between the last time they played. That's an entire yeah. LeBron threw parties that they gave. Did he had that much time off before yeah. the playoffs started? And so and then and then and the bubble to me was just one of those random things that that happened. I you know yeah it counts as LeBron winning a title for the Lakers, but what he hasn't done shit since the bubble, and he didn't do anything before the bubble either. He he couldn't even get them into the playoffs and the bubble. If you give LeBron James and Anthony Davis four months off between the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs, of course they're going to do good because they're completely healed up. So, and not having to play on the road, loud, loud crowds and stuff. I, I think it was just a different environment in the bubble. I, I thought it was easier to play basketball. I would compare it to like a like a lockout season, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get the little right. asterisk. So yeah, there's definitely an asterisk there. There's a hundred percent an asterisk there for LeBron James and, and and the bubble people. I mean, yep. Miami made the Miami made the finals, and that Miami team wasn't even that good that year. Yeah, you're right. No, Sam did hasn't they come play into his own yet? Yeah, there was did no they play in the Arrow, bubble? I don't think. Yeah. What did they play in the bubble? Who? Miami. Miami. All all the teams played in the bubble. Every team, yeah, every team had to play all their games in the bubble in Orlando, and then in the wide world. So wide world. Hold on. How many teams played in the bubble? All the teams that made the playoffs. No, no, include no. It's yeah. Go ahead, Mike. It was it was the teams that made the playoffs. 
Well, I mean, it might have been all. They also did the play in there too. There, there's okay. Also the play-in. So, are we so talking like a total of like twenty teams? I think twenty teams played in the played in the bubble total. Okay, twenty teams in the bubble. And then they did the playoffs there, but there were certain teams that didn't make the playoffs, right? So, okay. Now, yeah. if now if they fell out, were they out of the bubble? Yeah, they went home and their season was done. Okay. We call right. it the bubble just... because that's basically what it was. There was no fans allowed. There was hardly any staff allowed. They were basically playing – uh, in Disney World, where, with the park being closed and with all these different COVID restrictions, so so were these yeah, players you even have blowing contact bubbles with like your players blowing bubbles in the bubble? I, I thought there was no fans, cause, so how could bubbles be there? That's what about the players. All right, moving on. We're, we're, we were trying to see how many times we can say bubble and get you guys to say bubble. Oh, Jesus Christ. We, we definitely hit 30. <laughs> we, we we had 30 as the number. Oh, God. You just played the meow game before the bubble. Yeah, it's definitely the meow game. Do I look all hibbity-bibbity? Well, you look like a bubble blower, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, uh, switching gears there to some fantasy football, which actually, you know what? I got bitched at on a direct message on Twitter that our that our show doesn't talk fantasy football ever anymore, that we used to and that we don't anymore. So, What's your fucking, dumb fault? You're the fucking one that shows all the, the stuff for to talk about. All right, the topic I'm trying out. my fucking – I'm trying my best. But here we go. This is for Mr. Rick Hoffman at Dirty Rick DFS. Since uh, he says we don't talk fantasy football, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you guys a little fantasy football buy or sell. Okay. Are are you guys buying now? It's, it's, I had this teed up before the Thursday night game, and then he goes for two touchdowns, even though he he only caught four passes. Are you guys buying Christian Watson as the new number one favorite target of Aaron Rodgers in the Packer offense? Yeah, I'm buying it. I, I think in the red zone, yes. I think he's okay. he's that. So I'm buying Aaron it. Period. Now. in the red zone. In the red zone, okay. I see three touchdown breakout game against um, the Cowboys was a little bit of fool's gold. Then he goes for two touchdowns on Thursday night against the Titans. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe I was wrong. I'm not sure how I feel. I guess I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm buying it because I, he's started to develop a rapport with Rodgers, but that offense still sucks ass. I mean, they could only, what, muster 17 points against the Titans on Thursday? Well, well, the yeah. Titans do yeah, have one of the better shit. defensive fronts, too. But, I mean, I get it. That's true. The Titans, they do have a decent defense. But, man, I just I I mean, don't know. I think Aaron Jones, I mean, you look at Aaron Jones and, and Dylan, they couldn't get going. So, yeah. Aaron Rodgers had to throw the ball, and they were playing from behind all game. So, when you do that, right. you, line, you line that box up. With the Titans front yeah. four, front five, um, I mean, they beat Green Bay's offensive line big time. So, he didn't have time to throw, couldn't really get into it. All right, here's another buy or sell question for you guys. Buy or sell Cole Komet as a top five tight end moving forward for the rest of the season? Buy. Sell. So, all right. All right. So, so let's go to – let's go – Josh first on why you're selling, then we'll get to Sam why he's buying. Uh, I mean, right now, yeah, you got Justin Fields running the ball. You got you got the new receiver that just came in. I think they haven't got any chemistry yet. I think once that chemistry starts, Cole Komet starts going down. So I, I don't feel safe as in the top five at all. 
Okay. That's my story. And I'm Sam, sticking to it. Sam, why are you buying? All right. So Justin Fields, every young quarterback needs a safety valve on their offense, and uh, on that Chicago offense that that doesn't have weapons to throw to, um, he happens to be the most favorable target that that he has for the rest of the season. The way it's structured now, the rest of the season, season he's going to continue to be that safety valve. If Justin Fields is looking to take off uh, in a moment's notice, which lately he's been doing that, he can do that at still, and still throw to the tight end. If you've noticed, a lot of his passes were looking like it was he was going to run, but then he ended up seeing Komet and got, got on the ball. So I think to end this year, he still will be number one target for Chicago. But next year, you give him, you give Fields other weapons. You give, and there, that's a, there's a reason why Mark Andrews became who he was is because Lamar Jackson is more of a running uh, quarterback than than a than a throwing quarterback. So the tight ends become best friends with running quarterbacks. I I still think next year you could see Komet put up a stat line like catches for 600 yards and like seven touchdowns. Yeah, like, but you those are but those are those are like uh uh. Austin Hooper, one-year wonder type of numbers, you know? They are, but we'll see. So I'm also a buy on this, and the reason I'm telling you I think he's a top five tight end for the rest of the season is Goddard and Ertz are both out. Ertz is done for the season. Goddard is probably done for the season. Then the only two tight ends, there's only three tight ends above Komet in fantasy scoring. After those two, if you if you take out Goddard and Ertz, who are both done for the season now, they're not going to accrue any more points. The ones ahead of him are Hawk, are Hawkinson, Andrews, and Kelsey. Oh, sorry, and then Taysom Hill is also above Komet. I think Komet will outscore Hill going forward, and that just leaves Hawkinson, Andrews, and Kelsey. And I think Komet can easily stay within that top four of those of those guys and him. It's not a deep position. I think I think Komet, while he might not keep on this torrid touchdown pace that he's been on with what four touchdowns in the last five, he had five, five touchdowns in the last two games, that's probably going to slow down at some point. I do think he'll continue to get <laughs> seven or eight targets a game and get like five, six catches a game for his, you know, uh, you know, he's not going to go for like a hundred yards all the time, but I, I think you can easily still see him getting five, five catches for like 60, 70 yards and then still getting in the end zone. Probably another. He's, yeah. He's not a big yardage guy, but he, he's a favorite target for fields when they get close to the end zone. Exactly. Sure. So um, last, last fantasy football buy or sell. Um. Let's see. Okay. Oh, this one will concern you, Josh, again. Buy or sell Kadarius Tony as a top 20 wide receiver for the rest of the year? Buy. I'm going to buy that one. Top 20 receiver the rest of the year, huh? All right. Explain I mean, You got what? Nicole, Nicole Hardman just went out on yeah. IR. Juju still banged up. Yeah. And, yep, so, I mean, he's already, what, had a touchdown pass, caught his last game out. His first game, you can't really say he was a big part because he really wasn't. But the last game, right. four catches, touchdown, 40 yards or something, yeah. and now he's going to have a, a bigger role in the offense. Yeah, he so, had four catches, 57 yards, and, and a touchdown on five targets. And, and you know Mahomes is going to sling that ball, so – and their running game. They're going to use him. He's got some speed. They're going to use him on some sweeps as well, like they did with Hill. Yep. Exactly. Why was so, he playing for that? That's that's probably why you want me to drop him so bad. No, I I don't. Yeah, I, I'm just because I I'm selling Kadarius Tony. I he didn't show me anything in New York. He showed me nothing in New York. He had a he had. Yeah, Daniel Jones throwing to him, bro. Guys, listen though. He had Vanilla Vic. What's that? White Vic? No, Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic throwing him the ball. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't buy Kadarius Tony because to me, 
this last game he had four where he ran the ball for 33 yards and he had four catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. That was a McCole Hardman game. That was a McCole Hardman game that you would see a couple times in a season where he's touchdown dependent. The ball, the offense still goes through Kelsey. They still got Juju Smith-Schuster. They still got MVS. And they're still going to throw the ball to Jarek McKinnon and some of these other backs. To me, Kadarius Tony is completely touchdown dependent. If you take away that touchdown, he put up 18 points last week. If you take away that touchdown, he gave you he gave you 11 points. But 11 you're, talking, points. you're talking about top 20 wide receivers. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on, one second, one second, so real quick before you continue, Josh. So you can be in the top 20 the rest of the year. You do? All right. All right. Real quick, guys. Here's here's who is in the top 20. This is the top – this is actually the top 25. All right? You got Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Diggs, Cup, who's on IR, fine, but, but Tony's not even going to come close to Cup's point total even for the rest of the season. Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddell, Christian Kirk, Amon Ross – I'm sorry, A.J. Brown – C.D. Lamb, Lockett, Chase, McLaurin, Evans, Metcalf, Cooper, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Schuster, Pittman, Curtis Samuel, Chris Olave, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis, Alan Lazard. Okay, and, and Gabe Davis, Lazard, and Ayuk are, are in the top 25, not the top 20. So who are you kicking out saying, there that, that Tony is going to usurp? Again, you're saying going forward, I think he's going to be in the top 20. Going from this week on, he'll be in the top 20. That's what I'm saying, though. Who's, who are you kicking out? Who's he, who's he usurping? Well, Cooper Cup's going to be So now we're at 24, so he's got to beat four receivers. And it, it seems like Aaron Rodgers found a new best friend, and Alan Lazard is going to be forgotten again. That's, yeah, I mean we'll see. I'm not. I don't. I don't buy the Darius Tony hype, man. So, so I, one more thing about about the the Chiefs. They've they've been lacking an alpha receiver since Hill left, Tony and they kind of see him as <clears throat> a little bit of a replacement for because Juju couldn't do it, MVS couldn't do it, um, these other guys couldn't do it. It's still Kelsey, and, and Hardman couldn't do it. It's Kelsey still, right? So they don't have an alpha receiver, and they're looking to make this guy the alpha. But dude, they Andy Reid likes him. You got to remember, it's a big deal. Sky Moore in what the second or third round? And yeah, but Sky Moore. Know. See, Andy Reid. Andy Reid's not playing fantasy football. He he may be looking at Sky Moore two years from now. Yeah. Right. I mean, if Sky Moore was the man, he would be the man right now, and he hasn't been. That's the problem. Not. Now. Not necessarily. That's not always the truth. You can say the same thing. Andy Reid sat, sat Patrick Mahomes for a year after drafting him. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Anything is really possible. What these coaches see, we don't know. Right. And we're yep, not exactly. practice every day. I mean, there's but a reason why they went after him and traded for him. And I've heard nothing. Like, even Kelsey, like, I've heard, like, other people on the team talk about him. And they're like, he's a – really special player like and, and his, his skill wasn't doubted in college it was his attitude really yeah oh all right so I that, think that ends sam and josh beat mike on this one what's that sam and josh beat mike on that one we'll see we'll see let's just take a look and see what down i'm sure i'm not quite hey who here re- remembers bully beatdown mike. I don't know bully beatdown. <laughs> you guys don't remember bully beatdown where you they would get someone would get a bully uh, that was bugging them and they would fight an MMA fighter uh, and however long they could last they would make money or lose it all. Oh yeah, I remember that show. I don't remember the show whatsoever. Yeah. I don't um, wasn't there one where they brought in like this? Uh, now I gotta look that up. All right, guys, I want to move to some college football real quick, and we'll get to some other stuff. There's some 
interesting things to talk, especially with Trump announcing him run as him running again. We got AEW full gear. We got World Cup kicking off this weekend. So we got a lot. But college football playoffs right now. Right now, it's a there's a couple teams that still have to play each other. Okay, Ohio State and Michigan are going to play each other. If I had to guess, if the playoffs started today. I believe that the top four teams are not today. At the end of the season, let me say, I would say, I think Georgia, Ohio State, USC, and and Tennessee are in. I think TCU is going to lose at some point this year. They still they still got to play Baylor. They still got to play Iowa State. And then they got the the Big 12 title game, which will likely be against either – which will likely be against either Kansas State or Oklahoma State. Um, and TCU barely beat Oklahoma State earlier this year. They beat them by three. And then they, they, they scored a late touchdown to pull away from Kansas State by 10. So I think TCU is going to lose. Now, Josh, I hit you with a scenario where LSU possibly sneaks into the playoff as a two-loss team, but I think they would need some help. Um, if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC title game, does does Georgia get in? Does the SEC then get two teams in? And basically we yep. get Georgia, LSU, and then the Big Ten title champion between Ohio State and Michigan – and then maybe USC or TCU. See, but, I mean, isn't that kind of bullshit? Like, in the sense that, I mean, I agree, Georgia, but Tennessee is a 9-1 team. You got and, their only loss, and their only loss would be Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Well, but then also the argument, Michigan right now is 10-0 and if, they finish out the season what eleven and one or ten and one? Uh, I forget how eleven many. and one. Eleven and one. Eleven and one. Well, they lost to the number two team in the country. But but see, but they're not a conference they champion, also right? They don't have the wins, though. So. Yeah, it, Michigan doesn't have the wins against losing the programs. Yeah. I'm just I, talking I, I about in you, terms of so, different conferences getting so, multiple teams so in versus. Mike, you sent me that text earlier. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right with that. If if LSU goes into the big, the SEC championship and they beat Georgia, LSU is mm-hmm. going to be in because they're going to put the SEC champion in the playoffs. Well, now, maybe the though. Is, what's that? Is that a maybe? Because here's let me ask you this. No. Georgia there loses is. to LSU. SEC title game. Tennessee finishes eleven and one. Tennessee beat LSU in the regular season by three scores, but did not play in the SEC title game. Is there a scenario where Georgia still gets into the playoffs after losing to LSU and Tennessee gets in yeah. instead of LSU? Yes, because Georgia's number one, they would drop down to number four. If okay. Whoever wins Ohio State, Michigan goes to number two. Then you're gonna have you're gonna have USC. USC Wait, wouldn't theoretically wouldn't if Ohio State and I say if because they are gonna win, but Ohio State beats Michigan, if Georgia loses, wouldn't that bump Ohio State up to number one? Yes, Ohio State. Ohio State would go. Ohio number State one. would be number one. LSU would probably be number two. Then if or USC four. wins out, USC and then Georgia. Yeah. But they now here and Michigan and then Michigan's out out obviously. Michigan's probably out with a loss to Ohio State because their 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 strength of schedule is very low, especially when you look at it compared to TCU, Tennessee, LSU, and USC. Michigan, yeah. Michigan has not has only beat one ranked team so far this year. That's it. They've only beat one ranked State. team, and that's Penn State. USC has beat uh, has beat. Two ranked teams so far this year has beat one, two, three, four, five ranked teams, and LSU, LSU has beat um, 
LSU has beat two ranked teams so far, and they beat a Florida State team who was suddenly seven and three, who's looking good but not ranked. Then you look at TCU. TCU has beat one, two, three, four, five, five ranked teams. So TCU has the resume. Tennessee has the resume that Michigan doesn't have. I, I think Michigan losing to Ohio State, they would they would they would fall down to like six or seven because they just flat out they don't have a resume to stack up against the other top teams. Ohio State now has a better resume. Ohio State has a better resume thanks that. to the Notre Dame win. But uh, other than that, though, they're also their their schedule has been a little softer this year. So yeah, I mean, if you flip that, if Michigan wins. And then Ohio State loses. I think Ohio State still has a shot. I think Ohio State still has a shot if Michigan wins. If TCU loses and if LSU loses to Georgia and Ohio State wins, I think, yeah, I think Ohio State would be in. Michigan, Ohio State would be the four seed. Yeah, I think Ohio State would, you would have Georgia, point, Michigan. They would, they would need some help. They would need some help. I, I think it would be Georgia, Michigan, Tennessee, and then maybe Ohio State. Yeah, if, if TCU loses, though, right? If TCU, if TCU loses, loses, they would be. And USC loses. Okay. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know. I think I in my gut, my gut tells me Georgia's going to handle business. Ohio State's going to handle yeah. business. I And I think Tennessee – and USC will do the needful. And I think those those are going to be my – those are my four predictions at this point right now, is I think Georgia will be number one. What they should do is make Tennessee the number four seed so we don't have to worry about a rematch of uh, Tennessee-Georgia in the national title game. They should make it Georgia-Tennessee, Ohio State-USC. And I think that then whoever wins between those two, you know, obviously would be the national title game. But I think more people would rather see Georgia versus Ohio State or USC in the national title game than they'd want to see Georgia and Tennessee again in the national title game. I agree with that. Because I I hate when they do that, when two SEC teams get in and they make the SEC teams like one and three. And I'm like, what kind of bullshit is this? One of the teams from the SEC is obviously getting in that didn't win their conference. So why isn't that team the fourth seed? You know what I mean? Like, why are they I, – I, that is what bugs me. It looks like they're looking for an all-SEC championship. Exactly. Like, the last two times two SEC teams have gone to the playoffs, it was it – was, I think Georgia and Alabama have both, have, are the two SEC teams that have made the playoffs simultaneously. And they never match up each other in the first round. It's always in the, it's, it's always in the championship game. And I, I hate that shit. Make the two SEC schools square off in the semifinals so that you are guaranteed not to get an all-SEC national title game. Well, they don't want, want to do that because of, they just played in the SEC championship the week before or a few weeks before. That's why That's they will true, never do it. That won't be the case this year, right? Because no, Tennessee and Georgia are in the same they're in the same division of the SEC. So if Georgia Correct. beats LSU, LSU's gone. That's three losses for them. They're done. Okay. Yeah, they're but done. then we could. But you know, I hope maybe TCU shocks me and they they go they win the next two games and they and they make it to the. They make it to the college football playoff, but, oh, man, it's hard for me to see. All I got to say is the three teams I picked are still – three of the teams I picked are still alive. Who who were the three teams you picked, Josh? Georgia, Ohio State, season. USC. Okay. Yes, my, my college football playoff went by the wayside a long time ago. Baylor and Utah. Yeah, you Baylor. Really good enough for me. Because <laughs> I, I, I think I picked – I think I picked – did I pick Alabama, you pick Alabama, Alabama Ohio State, Ohio State uh, Baylor, Utah. Utah. You're, you're yeah. one for four. You suck. Yeah, I'm one for four. That was bad. <laughs> that was a bad year. I can't believe – I. well, you know, I'm, I'm not so shocked that Baylor that Baylor fucking tanked. I'm a little – I mean, I, don't even, I can't even say Utah tanked because they're still sitting there ranked number 10 in the country and 8-2 and two overall. But they're just not sniffing the playoffs this year. They're six and one yeah, in the conference. Screwed. They got screwed week one. If they didn't lose week yeah. one, they've been fine. Yeah. Because I think they're a top yeah. five team. If they if they win against Florida and then they lose that 
that last second game. They're still yeah. in it. Yeah, they're still in it. But yeah, unfortunately they're sitting at eight and two. Uh but yeah, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. But the Pac twelve is surprisingly stacked this year. They got six teams in the top twenty five, man. Considering some of them are leaving. That's, yeah, USC and UCLA are both going to be leaving here in a little bit. But Washington's looking good. Utah's been good all good year. Yeah. I mean, Washington Michael Penning Green is actually a legit quarterback. I mean, he had he's very what, Indiana finished top six two years ago. Yeah. yeah, and when he was at Indiana, he was really yeah. good. And that, that Indiana won like eight games, and they went eight and two on that 2020 season. And they should have so, they should have upset Ohio State that year too. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. So I gotta I gotta get the feeling here. I actually talked to Tommy about this earlier today and how he felt, and he's like, I'm not a huge fan of him running running again. But Trump announced his bid to run for president presidency again in 2024. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Will he make it out of the primaries? I hope not. Yeah, he'll make it out of the primary. He'll be the number one. No, he won't. Out of the primary. Do I do I like it? No. I'd rather have Ron DeSantis. But as long as we get a Republican in there that can actually fucking turn this economy around. Then if it's Trump, it's Trump. Fuck it. Well, I I just get the feeling like that Santos is going to run. No, he's going to. But, but the problem is, is everybody, all these Republican senators and stuff and voters, they're backing Trump big time right now, and they're still backing him. Okay, he's got such a huge following. That he, I don't think it. I don't think DeSantis has enough of a following yet. I don't. I don't. I don't think Trump has go ahead. that big of a is following as much as he's just been louder. Uh, DeSantis. Is, DeSantis has been pretty, like, very respectful about what he says, and you know, an actual politician. Uh, you know, and, and it's been strategic. Trump's just throwing shit out there like usual. Uh, he's going to end up shooting himself figuratively, shoot himself in the foot. Uh, like, if you notice this last time, like, so two uh, two speeches ago, uh, Trump was talking shit about DeSantis. Then this last one, he left him out of his mouth because he was like, yep, I fucked up. I fucked up. I shouldn't be talking shit. Uh, honestly, think. DeSantis is the better candidate to run. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and yes, I'm going to say this, but do I think Trump made some good uh, policies and good decisions as president? Yes. Do I think that he is a loudmouth that would have done a better job if he just learned to shut the fuck up sometimes? Yes. Um, You know, there's a time and a place for everything, and and even he needed to understand that, you know, yeah, it's you know, it was nice to see a politician that uh, spoke their mind, but when you just start rambling on shit, you need to shut the fuck up. DeSantis has good policies. Uh, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I would vote yeah. for that man. Very, you know, I, I'd vote for that man. I, I like the Santos too, and then uh, another person out of the Republican Party that I've, I've been studying up on that I actually kind of like is Tim Scott out of South Carolina. Um, yeah, I like Tim Scott, but uh, again, Tim Scott just—he doesn't have the following. He's not—he's not loud. I don't think he's loud enough to yeah. uh, get people excited behind him. He's kind of like that soft tone. He, he reminds me of uh, uh, what's that doctor that ran a couple of years ago? That's very very monotone. Um, ben, ben 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 Carson Ben Carson. That's who Tim Scott reminds me of. Is another Ben Carson. 
Um, okay. DeSantis, he's going to be your loudmouth. But again, I don't think he's got the following across the country as Trump. And as you see, when Trump posted the, the uh, statistics, 70% of people would vote for Trump in the primary, and DeSantis had like 20%. That's the problem. You got 50% more that DeSantis will have to make up, and now, how does he make it up? Now, hold on. I got to throw this out here because every damn politician uses the same strategy. So his percentages, so his polling numbers, where the fuck to get them? Because he didn't go around and poll every American. So he went to a no, small area, and he pulled a certain percentage, and then he's able to say that based on these numbers that you know we're able to look and see, it's not always accurate. And plus, if he went to some place that is like got Trump tattooed on their fucking ass, then obviously he's going to have, you know what I mean? That it's still a large margin that DeSantis will have to pick up. I that's, think if, if he officially, I think if DeSantis officially comes out and says, "I'm coming for the White House, I'm running," I think those numbers jump drastically different. Sam, do you have uh, anything on this? I, I mean, do you have any? Uh, what do you feel about Trump? Running again. I'm voting for Trump again if he runs again. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I already said I, I, if he's the candidate, that's who I'm voting for. I'm not voting for fucking Biden. Yeah, I'm I have voting no problem for voting for Trump, dude. <clears throat> well, put money in people's pockets. Well, my thing with it is, I don't like. I said I don't have anything against Trump, but I, my concern is, I mean, we got to get Biden out of there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But but at the yeah, same Biden time like I worry like I worry that there's so much so much hatred towards Trump that if he becomes the candidate for then you're gonna get people that are just gonna be like, I hate Biden, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna take the lesser two evils here, um, because I really can't stand Trump. Well uh, here's here's where here's that's where not a bad thing. You're, you're kind of, you got you got to look in the future right now. I am. The Republicans, the, the Republicans control the House, so they're going to be doing uh, investigations on Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, if Hunter Biden's laptop does show Joe Biden has been doing illegal activity, Biden's not going to be the candidate. You're going to have Harris. You're going to have somebody else, and Trump's going to win easy. So. Here, here's the, the thing, though. Show me, show me one, show me one Democrat, one that hasn't said, "Oh, you just guys are just pulling the same shit we did on you guys." Like, or I don't believe that. All, that that's that, that's fake that, news. I don't believe that. They did that as soon as the White House came out. As soon as they, the Republicans announced that they're doing an investigation on Hunter Biden's happenings with joe biden they they started that investigation and the white house came out and said oh this is all fake blah 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 right well, and there's a and democrats eat it up they eat it up like it is fucking cool or they drink the kool-aid they drink the fuck bully and you're gonna you're gonna have impeachment you're gonna have an impeachment and, and it, biden's gonna and get impeached still not now. gonna change it is still not gonna change the democrats are going to vote for biden no matter if he, they try to go through an impeachment process or not. I don't, I don't and think so. And the, I think, the small – that here's that the thing what you're buffer, forgetting, Joe. But that buffer it's percentage media, that doesn't identify as Republican or Democrat is more likely going to vote Democrat because they hate Trump. I don't, I don't think so because if you look at it, if they come out and said, hey, no – Biden was lying the whole time. The media was lying the whole time, and they have proof of it. You better believe America's fucking turning on the Democratic Party. I'm telling you, they will turn on the Democratic Party and vote Republican. I don't. I don't have the faith they will. That's a thing. I think they will. I mean, there have been countless times that the Democrats have have 
Take the wrong person. It's the end of the world. It's the end of democracy. It's the end of the world. Get out and do this, blah, blah, blah. And the sky's falling and, and nothing happens. But then they continue to get fucking votes. Because but people are, but you, what you don't realize is people are starting to change. They're starting to open their eyes up more, and the more that the Republicans can open their eyes about what the media is hiding, it's gonna it's gonna lead to a revolution to where people are gonna say this enough voting for these fuckers. We're not voting for you anymore. We're voting for this guy because obviously this guy has actually did and said what he said he was gonna do. Josh, I don't disagree with you that people are starting to open their eyes, but I'm just saying I strongly believe that no matter if they open their eyes or not, there is such a hatred and distaste for Trump, even though, like I said, he did good things and had good policies, but he was also a fucking loudmouth, and he pissed so many people off. Instead of just shutting your mouth and doing your job, he's sitting there tweeting 500,000 fucking tweets and doing all kinds of well, bullshit. Well, tweet anymore, so we'll be good for the next four years. Or for their but, four years. But my point is... The magical mystery box question of the day is, who is the best stoner movie or television character ever? I'm going with Smokey from Friday. Smokey from Friday. That's a good one. I'm going for Sean Penn's character in uh, that one movie. Sean Penn's character in that one movie. Dazed and Confused? Is that who you're talking no. about, Josh? No, Richmond, Ridgemont High. Oh, that's uh-huh. like Best Times at Richmond High. Too old, yes. dude. I got no pizza, man. I'm in this class, that's, man. That's a very good one. That's a great one. I, I, I think I got to go Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah. You can do. Uh, you can do Rick from Rick and Morty. Uh, you know, I never watched that show, Rick and Morty. It's absolutely you can do hilarious. my son from the TikTok videos. I bet if it had subs, you'd watch it. <laughs> oh, what a dick. Close caption. <laughs> Was that a racist comment? <laughs> I mean, you could also put in a couple others. You could put in, like, Lope Dog from Don't Be a Menace in South Central. Oh, Lope Dog. Uh, That's another one. Yeah. Or, uh, or you yeah. Do, uh, the Grandma's Boy Seth guy. Seth character from Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah, definitely. Has yeah. to be. Was it? Oh. Uh, the guy, the guy from Grandma's Boy. The weed dealer. Oh, yeah. That's right. The <laughs> from Grandma's Boy. Dante. No. Uh, Dante. Yeah, Dante. 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 Dante, let me get that Frankenstein weed. <laughs> no, you know who's a good one? Uh, Ray Wilkins, that was played by Sean Wayans in Scary Movie. Oh, okay, good. We got Jim Brewer from Half Baked. Oh, Half Baked, yeah, Fun Jim Brewer and Half Baked. Half Baked is like, oh, the best, Fun one of the best movies ever. Guys, we're all out of time here, man. We didn't even get to the World Cup. We didn't even get the the, the lack the, of beer at the World Cup. And not being, we didn't get the AEW full gear. We didn't get to the fact that schools are putting litter boxes in the school uh, for kids that identify as furries. Crazy we can go shit, over man. a little bit. We can go over a little bit. Fuck it. Let's keep going. Damn Trump talkers. <laughs> I know. Shut the fuck up and just agree with are me. They really, that are they really putting litter boxes in schools? Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was on Joe yeah. Rogan. He was talking about it. There's some schools in California where students that identify as furries, they're putting litter boxes down. <clears throat> See, I love California, 
But they need to go Republican, man. They, I mean, it's gotten so bad, like, I mean, even stupid shit. I mean, obviously, the, kid, the cat litter box is stupid, but uh, there are schools that are having issues because they're telling students they can't wear hats and stuff, but then kids are coming in with the, the little headbands with the ears on it, and, well, you can't tell me to take them off because I identify as a fucking cat. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. shit is wild to me. Wouldn't you talk oh about the God. debacle for fucking Dude, Taylor Swift tickets? God damn it. So so think about how, how much it's changed over time. When we were in high school, we had, like, a, a, there was a French Connection was, was big at that time. So it was like a designer, uh, uh, it was a designer brand and stuff like that. But it was how they had, they made the t-shirts, it was F-C-U-K, French Connection, United Kingdom. And our principal made us turn those shirts, like, inside out. Because it looked too close to fuck. Wow. And they would yeah. put, like, little slogans with it. Like, fuck you. Like, French Connection, United Kingdom, you. Like, they would have a lot of creative things, and they, the, the principal made them turn it inside out. Well. Now you can walk around and fucking take a shit in the litter box, I guess. Well, you can. The yeah. problem, I mean, these guys would have gotten their asses kicked in my high school. Oh, yeah. Mine, too. 100%. Whatever, Mr. Miyagi. Wow, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you wield your egg rolls? Hey, yeah, not your fun. <laughs> you fucking throw knives at them, Sam? Okay. Hey. I may be. I mean, if it was hard enough, but your your hey, egg you roll nunchucks it. it all. I mean, your curry body odor could probably keep a lot of people away, man. I played I played ball against some Indian kids at UC, and you couldn't even guard. Hey, them. listen, that's just an extra point when it comes to defense. Your you defense much. rating goes up by a point. <laughs> oh, hey, real quick before we drop, Josh, I'm going to get to some quick wrestling before we drop. But AEW's ratings have tanked now yeah, yeah. drastically past month. Their go home. Are we show, seeing a WCW movement with AEW? I do. I'm starting to because they got started. They brought in too many WWE guys and, and started ignoring the guys that made them popular in the first place. Well, and, I think a lot of it has to do with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks being gone, too. I think yeah. that soured a lot of people. Uh, so I think they'll get a shot in the arm when they come back. But I, I'm telling you, the, the downfall to AEW, it wasn't the CM Punk uh, whole fiasco. It was fucking Cody Rhodes leaving. Ever since then, they've been on that downward spiral. Well, you know what also caused you know what caused WCW's downward spiral is the inmates running the asylum. They had too many yep. guaranteed contracts and letting guys like Hogan and Nash call the shots. And then that's why you got the finger poke of doom. That's why you saw like Jeff Jarrett lay down for Hogan or Hogan just lay down for Jarrett and not have a match. Like when you got guys that are actual active wrestlers calling the shots, it's not fucking good because everybody's out nope. for their own interests. Exactly. Now I will, I will say this, this is what AEW, if they want to bring excitement to it, which I think would be a fucking major swerve is have William Regal turn on John Moxley and help MJF okay. win the title. Yeah. And then because because Moxley, Brian, um Claudio, they don't need fucking William Regal. They really don't. Right. They're all great individuals by themselves. MJF, yeah. I think he would I think he's good by himself. But just to have that manager presence like a Triple H did with Ric Flair for a while, I think that would fucking work magic in AEW right now. Are they is AEW missing like a shock factor when it comes to some of their booking? I, no, I, I mean I they are. Just have two. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think they they lack shock because they do have a lot of shock factor. But uh, I think what Louis about to say is. There's just no TV time for any of the stars anymore. There's right. just, there's so many yep. wrestlers on that roster, it's bloated. It's You're not even thinking about it. Do you think they would get more time if they played in the bubble? Uh, as long as they blew the bubbles. If they were in the bubble. What? 
Joe, you played right into that one. All right, Bubble Boy. I feel like Sam was going into the whole league bit where he's like, the marathon, the what? The marathon, the what? The marathon. The who? (laughs) Yeah, the bubble. (laughs) All right. What? (laughs) Exactly. All right, guys. That's all the time we have on Friday night here. We will be back at it on Monday. We'll talk about AEW Cold Gear. Uh, we'll recap that on Monday. We'll we should talk- also do, like, a real quick recap of, like, what the UFC uh, landscape kind of looks like now. Okay. We can do that, too. We can preview some of the – we can talk a little bit UFC. We'll have some more football talk. The college football playoff uh, picture will become a little clearer after this weekend. But thank you guys for listening. It's been a great show for a Friday night, and we'll be back at it on Monday. Uh, so thanks again, everybody. Take care. And this we cover all Trump. bases, face it. You can't erase us. Back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics for the world. Baby, you know we got it. Always our response is amazing. All bases covered. Yeah, yeah, you know you love it. Our thoughts, they be off with a dome. First to the second. Shut up. They change like the weather. You know we bringing it home. We cover all bases, face